Greetings, dearest listeners. This is David Alt. Uh, you may know me from places like the No Sleep Podcast, the White Vault, the Byron Chronicles, and various other places across the web and across the podcasting universe. But today, well, today I'm doing something that I have never done before. No, it's not juggling rattlesnakes. I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I know. Travis, the game's dungeon master, has walked me through the basics, and I've put together my first character. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Uh, Travis put this together, but he's allowing me to take the credit. And the character that he's created, I've created, is a god-hating shopkeeper named Ayas Inski. So let's start with the basics. Ayas is a tiefling, a creature that's half drow, half fiend. Basically, one of his parents was a demon. He was never really sure which one because he only ever remembers being an orphan. Ayas is about 5 foot 2, 180 pounds, and is currently, at the time of the game, 27 years of age. And before you make a remark about his weight, his tail and devil horns that protrude from his head add a, a fair amount of weight on there. Ayas's skin is either grey or red, sort of shifting colours based on his mood, and his piercing black eyes would unnerve most before they even know his true profession. Now, for a bit of history on the guy. Ayas was an orphan in the city of Rejui, the entombed city. It's the home of liches and necromancers, a place where foul new undead beasts are created daily. A vast underground network of caverns, buildings and laboratories cut into stone, some parts even lined with living flesh because it makes for good insulation or something. This is located smack in the middle of the Darklands, an evil kingdom where, thanks to the Dark Miracle, no sunlight penetrates its skies. It's a place that is ruled by a mix of vampires, drow and liches who all vie for the favour of the All Shadow, aka Evil Incarnate. Ayas grew up around this sort of stuff, so when he says, I've seen worse, he genuinely means it. Needless to say that orphans don't survive particularly well in Rejui, so Ayas had to become talented at sneaking and, well, killing, at a very young age, purely as a matter of survival. Luck tends to run out though, and as a youth, our dear Ayas found himself kidnapped and quickly sold to a seedy dwarven guildhouse called the Cordalum a bunch of dwarven thugs who deal in slavery and illicit relics. The Cordalum took Ayas to their fortress headquarters within the dwarven city of Strathman's Hold, well beyond the border of the Darklands. It was within Strathman's Hold that Ayas got his accent, breaking away from the Germanic Darklands accent, and also his lovely sense of gallows humour. Ayas works for the Cordalum first as a thief, then as a thug, then, as an assassin, which is Ayas's class, he's an assassin specialist within the rogue class. Ayas eventually earned a nickname he quite detested that I won't repeat here, and this is also how he got his proficiency in using a torturer's kit, a skill he's not particularly proud of. Having no real family or friends, Ayas grew up to be a bit quirky, misremembering adages and traditions within the Darklands. He always has three sets of shoes on him, one for every occasion, and a map he stole as a child. The map shows a place he's never been to, but it's always constantly shifting, as sort of like there's a trick in the candlelight. The places on the map are in a language he can't recognize, and even just glancing at the map is deeply unsettling. But 
back to his life story. Ayas was used to murder, hurt, and intimidate rival family members, enemy merchants, and random foreigners within the hold. He was pushed way too hard though, and eventually he was caught by the city guard. Ayas was well on the path to escaping his temporary holding cell when he was visited by another Cordalum assassin, Lucky Reynar, a grade-A religious prick who had always hated Ayas, and who had given Ayas first-hand experience of the finer points of torture. But with a few tricks up his sleeve, Ayas was able to overcome Reynar and leave the cell with a few mementos. Reynar's lucky gauntlets, Reynar's torturer's kit, one of Reynar's eyes, some fingers, perhaps his tongue, yeah, Ayas was pretty understandably caught up in the moment with his childhood bully, so he might have gotten a bit distracted before he realized that it was probably a good idea to flee the guard outpost, leave Strathman's hold for good, and make a new home elsewhere. On his very brisk walk to leave the underground city, Ayas got caught in a freak tunnel collapse. Dozens were killed in it, and while that isn't particularly important to his life story, this event was how he met Baron a two-year-old dwarf whose parents had been crushed by falling debris. Remembering flashes of his own childhood, Ayas took the kid with him. While he told himself that the kid was strictly a utility, helping him blend in as he passed checkpoints, helping him look more pathetic as he begged for food in the coming months, Ayas eventually found that he genuinely liked Baron, eventually assuming the role as Baron's father. Ayas and Baron moved around quite a bit for their first few years together on the surface world, dodging Cordalum's agents, finding odd jobs fitting of Ayas' skills, and trying to blend in. However, Ayas, well into his twenties by this point, eventually settled in the village of Ilmata's Hope in the secluded fringes of the Bright Vale. It was a small farming village, but despite the local residents' shortcomings, they were quickly accepting of Ayas and, more importantly, Baron who quickly made friends. Unwilling to see his son grow up without friends, as Ayas himself had, Ayas made a deal to purchase the largest building in town and started the town's inn and general store. No one had to know that he was selling the curios he'd either stolen or taken from those he'd killed on the road, and having a general store in town attracted outsiders to the village, which helped everyone. Ayas quickly became a well-regarded figure within the community, and he's lived there ever since. Some quick notes. Ayas's hatred of the gods stems from his own brief encounters with supposed people of faith, such as the fanatics of the All Shadow in the Darklands or Reynar the Lucky. He's never seen any good come from such things, so he's staunchly against it. Ayas has also had a difficult time letting anyone besides his son get too close to him, lest they run the risk of seeing his slaver's brands or Cordalum tattoos on his body. It's strange to say, but while he started off somewhere in the moral grey, Ayas is generally a good person these days, which is to say that he means well for himself, his son, and his small community. Ayas's magic items are the lucky gauntlets which he took from Reynar. They allow him to re-roll things in his favour, that is to say, with advantage, but at a cost, as the gauntlets have a nasty habit of stealing the luck they imbue from somewhere else. So Ayas will most likely succeed on the thing he's trying to do, but fail at something else either by having his defense lowered or losing his balance shortly after, or the artifact he catches losing some of its potency. He's also starting the game off with four stress damage because, quite plainly, he's done some pretty bad things in his life and he's probably seen worse. 
but he's had quite a bit of a time to unpack his mental baggage, so to speak. However, on that topic, he's been having nightmares recently, flashbacks, and a brand he's had since childhood is giving off a burning sensation. Four nights ago, all of the children in the village vanished without a trace, Baron included. Ayas has spent every waking minute searching for his son. Having the most experience as an adventurer, he's volunteered to lead a search party which will consist of himself, some well-intentioned religious types, the nearby Witch of the Woods, and a fairly well-known monster hunter. Before they set off into the woods, though, Ayas recognized something off-putting, that the armor being worn by one of the people on the rescue party, Rowena Granitepike the Dwarf, brazenly boasted the emblem of the Cordalum. Before they set off into the woods in search of the children, Ayas already started memorizing what he'd say. Should the team somehow discover her corpse, throat seemingly ripped open by some sort of animal? Definitely a bear, Ayas repeated to himself in the mirror before departing. Definitely a bear.